0: Hey Church of the Living God, I'm very excited for you guys today and because the kingdom is at hand, the kingdom is here and you might remember me saying that the one way to know whether something is religion is the rule of thumb that says that the kingdom is always at hand. See, Jesus always said the kingdom is here, the kingdom is now, the kingdom is within you. Whereas the religious leaders, they always said that the kingdom was in the future. They're still waiting for the kingdom. So the power of God, the true manifestation of the kingdom is love. The true manifestation of the kingdom is power. It's the ability to stand under pressure. And we're all under a lot of pressure at the moment. I've noticed that I've had consistently... um, less people listening to the podcast the last two weeks. I don't know if it's to do with the election, but we are not meant to be surprised by the coming of the Antichrist. We are not meant to be surprised by the return of Jesus. That's the biblical truth. You see, the Bible says that we are meant to keep watch. The Bible says that we are meant to know the seasons and the times. Jesus rebuked the Pharisees for not knowing the seasons of the times. He said to them, look to, to, you guys look to the weather. You know that that the sky being red means it's going to be this sort of weather. And so we are expected to know the seasons of the and the times. Now, I know that the religious demon in your head is saying, well, Jesus said that we don't know the day or the hour. That's true. Even the Holy Spirit does not know the day and the exact hour. But you and I are biblically required to know the times and the seasons. 1 Thessalonians 5 says, Brothers and sisters, you are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you as a thief. Did you hear that? You are not in darkness so that this day, what day? The day of the Antichrist, the day of the coming of the lawless one. We are not meant to be ignorant. He goes on to say, You are the children of light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like the others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day... Let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate. I'm a bit disappointed, guys. I, I'm, I'm noticing a lot of prophets who are repenting, who are publicly apologising for getting the election wrong. And and while in principle I respect that they're doing that, because you know they got it, not that they got it wrong, but they um, have to be transparent and 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 reporting on it, um, I'm very concerned because if the major prophets got that wrong, and I'm not saying that they did, I'm still waiting for God to do something. But my hope is never in a man. And even the prophets and teachers I watch and listen to, I take it with a grain of salt. I'm excited because I've always had the gift of discernment. I've always had the discerning of spirits. As, as a pastor, I knew who was for me or against me. As a pastor, I knew the members of my church who were never going to remain. God showed me the people. People would come to my church and they'd smile and they'd sit up the, the front and they'd say they wanted to be involved in leadership. And the Holy Spirit would say to me, they're not going to stay. He said, don't waste your time with them even though everyone around me was convinced. And then 100% of the time, God was right. They left. They stayed for one month or two months and they were gone. And so the Holy Spirit saved me a lot of time. But it's the same with devils. I've had an antichrist in my church. I sat next to, I went to Bible college and I sat next to this guy and he was praying in the spirit, but it didn't seem to be There there was something wrong. There was something a bit off. Now, I noticed that everyone he was sitting next to got taken out. And I mean literally. He would sit next to somebody in, in the class, and then a month later they were gone. They'd left the church or something had happened. And I felt very uncomfortable about this guy, and I prayed. And he actually texted me a year or so later, and I said, is Jesus Christ Lord? And he wouldn't reply to me. So I tested him with the biblical test and he didn't reply to me. Now, I had a very big warning about him, but I've actually sat with elders in the church and told them that I saw a sexual predator uh, spirit on a person. And then later on, you know, they haven't, as far as I know, they haven't acted upon that. And so that's a real problem. So we've got to be aware. As pastors, as teachers, as as the apostles and prophets, we have to open our eyes. And if we have people in the church who are the ears, if we have people in the church who are the eyes, we've got to be serious about this. We've got to listen to them, pray for them. My mum had was woken up by the Holy Spirit and commanded to write this down. She wrote it down back in January, three months before the coronavirus was declared a pandemic. And this is what she wrote down. She wrote, Sound the trumpet, sing the songs of praise. The Lord is coming, the Lord is coming. Strong and mighty is he who comes to rage war, against his enemies strong and mighty is he who dashes his enemies to pieces the lord is bringing his vengeance upon the peoples stand in triumph you his people you his faithful ones sound the trumpet the time is short sharpen your weapons sharpen your swords he comes upon the mountains of gilead he comes his sword dipped in blood he wreaks vengeance upon his foes I see him standing on the corners of the earth. Now that's a a reference, anyway. His arm and scepter held high in victory. I hear the clash of the symbols announcing his appearance. Prepare ye, you earthlings. He is coming. He is coming, be afraid. Do not mock the Lord. I love that. That's a prophetic word from my mom that God gave her on the on the 9th of January this year. So and you know guys, I've been saying this for many 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 months and well over a year I've been talking about what what God's been saying. I've been posting these things on Facebook, but what what I'm saying today, what the message for you is is to keep watch. Stay awake. You know, I said this before Todd White came out with the recent sermon, which you should watch from four days ago. You know, before people were saying this, I was saying that that the church is going to fall asleep. You know, it's like God's it's like the Garden of Gethsemane. It's like Jesus praying and saying, you know, keep watch, stay awake. We're we're entering this time. We know that the Antichrist is rising right now. Now the last time he tried to rise through, you know, Hitler, you know, people were praying. People were Christians. There was no sexual revolution. There was no Mardi Gras. There was no, uh, you know, no abortions like there are now. That marriage was was still sacred. Heterosexuality was still normal. You know, my, every soldier in the world, Christian, Against Christian, there were the German soldiers, the american soldiers, the English soldiers they 're all Christian you know China wasn't even involved really in the war. they were a little bit, but they didn't really they weren't a major player so so and Hitler was averted he the and I believe the prayers of the church held him back, as it says in Thessalonians, he who holds him back." So the Antichrist is being held back, but he's not. I mean, he's got a lot. There's a. It's a very different climate now. You know, the world has changed. People. There are wars and rumors of wars. People are people are lovers of money, lovers of selves. The love of many is growing cold. There has already been the great falling away. I mean, think about it. Forty years ago most people went to church in Australia. Now it's barely 16%. And they're saying that 4% of young people are going to church now, which is very similar to the number of, of, anyway. So what I'm saying is, are the soldiers going to be praying in the next world war? I'm not saying that there's going to be a world war, but I'm just saying that we're not a Christian nation anymore. And the, the abortions that have been going on, the blood sacrifices, the, the Hollywood, you know, the, the murders, the, 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 the homosexuality, I mean, this world is very different. So we are the church. We are the light. We are the ones who are holding back the Antichrist. And of course, Jesus is. But we haven't been allowed to meet We haven't been allowed to go to church. We haven't been allowed to pray. Have we forsaken the gathering together? I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. That's one of the reasons... You know, my mum and I pray together on a Monday night. We're now going to begin our warrior churches on a Wednesday night. We're very close to getting the first one started. We've got the Melbourne Underground Church network ready to go. You know, there's really no members at the moment. It's just God told me to do it, but it was a prophetic act. And he told me, no, sorry, my dog dog's eating something. He told me that. To do it, he told me that I would have a thousand churches in Melbourne. Now, when he told me to do that, and you can have a look at the website from two years ago; it's been up. That would have sounded crazy because you heard of churches in 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 uh, in Africa, and in third world countries, and in China and in India. You know, having a thousand locations, but not in Melbourne. I mean, Melbourne. You know, a thousand churches with a thousand, you know, people each is a, a million people. But now here we are, where we are persecuted. Who knows? Are you going to be allowed to go to church without the vaccine? I said, are you going to be allowed to go to church? I said this first. I said there was going to be underground churches and there were going to be the state-sanctioned above-ground churches. I'm telling you, you don't know this yet, but we are living in persecution right now. Every American movie says Jesus Christ as a swear word. Some of them say Jesus effing Christ. Can you say that about Muhammad? You cannot. It is, you can't because people aren't anti-God, but they are anti-Christ. The world is anti-Christ. In, in Australia, in Victoria, you can't even pray for a homosexual. It is a it is literally against the law to pray for a homosexual because that is considered gay conversion therapy to pray for them, even to pray in your own silence so so this is an antichrist world and an antichrist generation and it's evil the way that the Federal Reserve you know prints money the way that The British Empire continues to use offshore bank accounts and, you know, the Cayman Islands, the British Isles, you know, uh, Jersey, all these places. It is evil. It is evil, pure evil. And God needs to bring an end to this. But this Antichrist, one world government, it's real. You know, it's real. You just need to listen to the professor... Uh, Dr. Keith Suter, the Professor of International Relations, say that, yes, this one-world government is 100% real. He himself is a member of the one-world government. He is a member of the Club of Rome. These companies, these organizations, these people groups, it is an ideology. It's the ideology of Satan. The reason it's Satan is because it subjects people it kills people, it kills babies, it, it pillages and profits, and it's evil. We are not meant to lord it over one another. Now, some of these people, some of these groups are, you know, do good things, you know. The, the Catholics are good, you know, in, in that they build schools and they build hospitals, but when you get to the top, you know that you'll find that there's corruption you'll find that there's a whole bunch of stuff that is that is really anti christ you know it's the same with the freemasons you know they are good people who do good but when you get higher up it's satanic you know and so we can't have mixture we can't be like that And so what I'm saying is the world, the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. The whole world, the whole world system, the whole world government is under the sway of the evil one. God's plan is to get you kingdomized. God's plan isn't for just for a particular president or or person or for a, a policy, although we pray for those things. God's plan is for you to have the kingdom inside of you. God's plan is for the laws of God to be written on your heart. God's plan is for you to be led by the Spirit of God and show the world and creation that you are a son of God. So God wants to overtake you and so let him overtake you. That's what it's about. It's about praying in the Spirit. It's about giving thanks. It's just about living the Bible. You need to place an expectation on yourself that you will live as Jesus lived, that you will love, that you will not judge, regardless of what people do. Now is the time to stay awake. Now is the time to pray. So don't be surprised. This day, this evil day shouldn't overtake you. It shouldn't surprise you. So when the love of many grows cold, when there's the great falling away, whatever happens in your church or in your nation, you keep watch. You stay awake. You pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And most importantly, obey the Holy Spirit. He's going to wake you up at night. He's going to tell you to go for a walk. He's going to tell you to get off medication. I'm ready. I am ready. I am physically, emotionally ready, mentally ready, spiritually ready. God, my phone's been broken forever, and God will not let me go into a phone contract. You know, please, God. You know, it's like $500 for a new phone, you know, and He he does not want me to be in debt. I'm not talking about, you know, a bank loan. I'm saying that if you... Are in a, if you are in a phone agreement that is a debt. If you uh, have if you have a twenty four month contract for your mobile phone, if you want to not pay that, you are gonna be in trouble. Because you have to pay whatever that is twenty fifty a hundred dollars a month for twenty four months, so that's two thousand four hundred dollars. So you've actually entered into a contract. The Bible says love you know, owe no man anything except to love them. So I, God, I'm God, i getting out of debt, as in I'm not even wanting to have any legal obligation. I don't want to have any contract. I don't want to rent. I don't want a mortgage. I want to be financially free. And God is moving me towards that. But it's very specific and it's a relationship. The way God delivers you, the way that you get freedom is through relationship. I'm telling you, it's always relationship. It's not just by following a book or following a principle. There's no magic in the kingdom. It's through relationship. So the Holy Spirit says to me, I want you to tithe. But then the Holy Spirit says to me, I want you to give a little bit extra. I want you to to pay this person back for something that they did for you years ago that that they probably forgot about but it's actually deliverance or he says i want you to work extra and so i'm not getting myself out of debt i'm being delivered i'm being delivered by god you know i am on an amazing diet and you know if, you know, I no longer have a need for asthma puffers. I no longer have headaches. I don't take Panadol. I don't take Nurofen. God's setting me free. And and I have and and oft, a lot of the troubles that I had two or three years ago and ongoing. I look back and see God used those crises. God used those disappointments to... Literally launch me into the freedom that I have today, and I could not have done it in my own strength. So what am I saying? Is is be careful when when the church says to what to do or what God's doing, because they can get it wrong. And wh- I'm not saying that that they were wrong about the election. What I'm saying is, if the major prophets can change their mind then are you going to be safe when the antichrist rises are those prophets going to say to worship the beast are those prophets going to say to receive the mark are they going to say no 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 that's not the mark of the beast that's safe What I'm saying is you need to know God for yourself. You need to be awake. You need to have the oil and the joy. You need to have the wine. I actually haven't read this out, I think, live on this. uh, I probably have, but on this podcast. But God spoke to me. He said, this is happening now. This is from the 4th of December 2019. The 4th of December 2019. This is happening now, says the Lord. Two pounds of wheat for a day's wages. Six pounds of barley for a day's wages. And do not damage the oil and the wine. The world governments will totally lose control of the world economy. It will frighten the elite. I am in charge, says the Lord. The earth is mine. The gold is mine. The souls of men are mine. And I hold the shields of the earth. And I've got a Psalm quote in there, but I I think it's wrong. It says Psalm 77, but I think it's Psalm 47. Me, not the Lord, perhaps the oil and the wine means the church will be the, the rest and the sanctuary from the famine that the Lord has set it up like Joseph to save the church from famine. And that's what I still believe, guys. I still believe that, and this was December 2019, before coronavirus, before coronavirus, and this has actually happened, Um, and it is happening, and it's very unusual what's happening in the economy if you watch it at the moment. I'd encourage you to have a look at the Federal Reserve Bank and how that really works. I'd encourage you to have a look at the spider web of the British Empire, there's a great video, a documentary on um, on YouTube, the Spider Web of the british Empire it 's amazing how the governments of the world are siphoning wealth and siphoning money, and it 's completely legal and it 's completely evil, and the trillions and trillions of dollars that are hidden in offshore bank accounts. And, um, you know, this is the way it's always been done. And God is upset with it. God is not happy with it. (laughs) And so we continue to pray for America. We continue to pray for the election, for Donald Trump. We continue to pray for God's will to be done. But really right here, wherever you are on, on earth, he's wanting you to be the kingdom. He's wanting you to share the gospel of the kingdom of God tell people that they are loved, tell people that they are the children of God, that they've been taken captive by the devil and need to receive Jesus Christ, that they can be one of the brothers of Jesus Christ, they can be part of the kingdom of God, they can live forever, that they will rule the earth with God forever in Jesus' name. Let me pray for you, Father. I just baptize these people with the Holy Spirit and with fire. I ask for those who are isolated or alone to be surrounded by you and your shield and for you to bring your people to them today. Let them be surrounded today by people. Father, may they be surrounded. May they be part of a warrior church. May they be part of their own underground church in Jesus' name. Bring somebody around them to pray. Wake them up, Father God. Wake them up spiritually. Open the eyes of their heart. Open the eyes of their understanding. Help them to see the fire of God. Help them to not be deceived in Jesus' name. Help them to know when it's the voice of God. Lord, thank you that you will wake them up. You will tell them if and when they need to run to the mountains. You'll tell them whether they need to save save money or buy food or move house, God. They don't have to worry. They don't have to worry about what they'll eat or what they'll drink. They don't have to research everything about the Antichrist. But they do need to be aware that these are the last days, that the love of many grows cold. And to please God, let them not be taken aside. Let them not fall asleep. Let them not be deceived. Let them stay awake. Would you start their heart again if they need their heart started? Lord, would you just, by your grace, give them a dream, give them a vision, wake them up in the night even if they do fall asleep, God, that you would resurrect them in Jesus' name. Amen. So now, guys, now's the time to not let your love grow cold. Now's the time to believe. You might as well believe. You might as well make Jesus your number one. There's no point in believing 5% of the gospel. There's no point in believing Jesus some of the time. Make a decision today. You need to believe 100% of the word of God. You might as well either believe it or don't. You might as well believe it. I believe all of the words of Jesus. People are going to hell. Hell is real. You know, Jesus said, if you, don't, if you love me, you will obey me. So let's obey his words today. Let's believe 100% of what he said in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, this is a very short three-minute prophetic word spoken over the church that I was leading in 2009. This is from Helen Goatley from All For Him Ministries. That's all, the number four, and him, All For Him from 11 years ago, and it's very much for now.
1: we have been worshipping with you, I sense that the Father is giving you an invitation as a group of people, and it is exactly what you've heard. As we were worshipping, I saw angels, and they are here amongst you, and they are aiding you in true worship, Worship worshipping spirit and in truth. And I heard the Lord say to me, and the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and beat their breasts and lament in anguish. And they will see the Son of Man coming on clouds of heaven with power and glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call. And they will gather his elect from the four wings. One from the end of the universe to the other. The Father's invitation to you is understand the times and the seasons. And he is unrelenting. He needs you to know the bridegroom is coming back. And it is not about the bride. It never has been. It is about the bridegroom, and he is coming on the clouds in glory. He is unrelenting, and his offer to you is please know the time that you are living in Please know that less than 38% of the world is to hear about Jesus Christ's return, to hear about Jesus in their own language and tongue. We are in the last of the last days. It is about the bridegroom. And his invitation is to you personally and to you corporately. Do not make it about the bride. This is about the bridegroom. And he is jealous for his glory. And you are so important. So important. Because if you can grab this, that it is about the bridegroom, his glory will be established on the earth. And you among the nations will not mourn nor lament. The bridegroom is coming. Wake up, O sleeper. The bridegroom is coming. It is a